The Bible never claims that the life of a Christian will be easy. In fact, we live in an uncertain world with daily challenges and struggles. Regardless of the challenges we face there is one place we can always turn for answers and that is the Word of God. Welcome to the Driven by Faith podcast, associated with drivenbyfaith.blog, your source for faith-based perspectives on everyday topics. Now here is your host, Ben Sharkey. Hello and welcome to the Driven by Faith live stream and if you're listening to the podcast, the Driven by Faith podcast, I am your host Ben Sharkey for those of you who don't know me. Hey, if you haven't already, be sure to go ahead and go follow Driven by Faith on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. If you need to know how to look for it, just type the the, uh, names for Driven by Faith are actually in the description below. Just look those up on any of those platforms and you shouldn't have a hard time finding it at all. Also, if you uh, prefer the podcast form, um, then Driven by Faith is actually on seven different podcast platforms. It is on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and even Spotify, which is really cool. Also, if you want to support Driven by Faith, just go to drivenbyfaith.blog, click on the support tab to learn how to help support the project, uh, the ministry, essentially, help learn how to support the um the actual blog site the live stream the podcast or even the vlog um any kind of support helps towards helps to go uh, i can't talk tonight helps towards creating better content for you and to further the kingdom of christ um also driven by faith has merch the merch link is in the description but it's driven by faith dot creator dash spring dot com um, feel free check out the merch um, I'm actually wearing some of it right now this uh, shirt is one of the things many things that are available on the merch site um, there's also different items such as coffee mugs stickers phone cases different tote bags all sorts of really cool things so please feel free to check it out so uh, if any of you have actually been following driven by faith for a while you know that the content has been kind of mixed um, more it definitely faith-based by far but definitely mixed. There hasn't been a real direction. Um, in fact, the actual podcast re- I'm recording right now is based on the What is Love series off of DrivenByFaith.blog. However, Driven by Faith is actually going to be shifting gears and going into a very um, specific direction um, here in the next few episodes. The gears are going to be shifting towards combating legalism and spiritual abuse, both of which are problems in the church today, um, some of which I've personally experienced and many others have. So tonight and in the next live stream, two weeks from now, we're going to be doing recordings, finishing up the What is Love series. And then after that, I have a number of guests that are going to be coming on and actually sharing their story. So it's going to be very exciting and I hope to get more guests lined up. Um, in fact, probably the first live stream where we're going to deal with that, I'm going to share my own personal testimony um, in regards to my experiences with that. So it's going to be very exciting. There's a lot going on, and I hope you stick around, check it out. And of course, while we're dealing with this, it's all going to be gos- um, with the gospel being in the center of it, as it should, because everything, anything that's faith-based should revolve around the gospel. Because that's where we get the good news, that's where we get grace, and that's the whole, that's the foundation of our Christian faith. So, be sure, stick around, check it out.
So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the recording. Um, you know, if you join us in the middle of it, that's fine. If you miss out on some of it, go back, watch it on Facebook, watch it on YouTube, or go to one of the podcasts and listen to this full thing. It's going to be awesome. And then after the reading, if there's anyone around, anyone has any questions or just some general discussion, by all means, we will have time for Q&A afterwards. Um, if not, then you know, it'll just be a shorter session, and that's perfectly all right. So without further ado, tonight's reading, What is Love, Unrighteousness, and Truth? Love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Does not act unbecomingly. It does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, NASB. Unrighteous, adjective, not righteous, sinful, wicked, Merriam-Webster. You may be thinking, why would I enjoy rejoice in unrighteousness? Sure, there is pleasure in sin for a short time, but as Billy Graham once said, it is soon over. The hangover comes, and there's nothing you can do about it. If you've ever had a hangover, you would certainly know what he is talking about. After all, while sin may be enjoyable and pleasurable at the moment, there are often consequences that follow whether we like it or not. Chuck Swindoll once preached a sermon entitled, Forgiven Sin, Lasting Consequences. The main focus was to point out that while our sin may be forgiven, God does not take away the consequences of our choices. While we may find great joy in those consequences later in our lives, such as with a child born out of wedlock, it does have a lasting impact on our lives that often lead to further complications in an already complicated world. So why would we rejoice in our unrighteousness? Well, this passage isn't speaking of our own unrighteousness, but rather rejoicing in the unrighteousness of others. This is an area that, I believe, has allowed unbelievers to look unfavorably upon Christians. While many of us are very kind and sincere in the love that we show to all, there are still many of us that are very judgmental and haughty about their position as a Christian. They tend to hold it over unbelievers, and sometimes even believers, heads, with the attitude that says, I'm better than you. In their perverted perception, it gives them bragging rights to say that they are holier than those dirty sinners. Often these type of believers are very legalistic back in background, or tend to think of church as a social club, forgetting that the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19-20, applies to them as much as it does to any Christian, and what that actually means, and how to go about fulfilling it. In my youth, I lived in a tiny town in Colorado. To give you an idea as to the size of this town, the school had kindergarten through 12th grade in one building, plus a daycare, and my class size was a mere 12 students large. One of my good friends in my class was a good kid, but came from a family that was not well respected within the community for various reasons, some justified, some not. Actually, to be honest, they were, they were almost despised by the community. Sadly, as it can easily happen in very small communities, 
the religious community followed suit. I should note that this did not apply to all those who were part of the church community, but I would argue that it did apply to a vast majority. My church was not immune to this unjust notion, and it showed, even to a 12-year-old like me at the time. My friend attended church with me often, and was only included in church events if I was involved. My last Christmas season in that church, I had made the decision not to participate in the Christmas play, which caused an uproar in its own way that I now find mildly humorous. My friend asked to have my part, and was completely blown off. In fact, one child, who was a regular, and popular, ended up performing both his part and my part as well. In regards to his family, the religious community in my hometown failed them. They justified excluding members of this family because of the reputation that his parents had. They rejoiced in the sins of the parents, completely letting down the children that they could have greatly influenced for the better. So what does love rejoice in? It rejoices in truth. Now notice that I'm not putting a definition in here for truth. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary has nine definitions for truth, including a fundamental and spiritual reality. What I will do is quote the MacArthur NASB Study Bible Commentary, which states, Love is devoted to truth in everything. In this case, every definition of truth applies. Truth is the gospel. Truth is God. Truth is stating the facts. Truth is not bearing false witness or lying. Truth is a simple concept, but one that we can have difficulty applying at times. Sometimes, we think that a little white lie won't hurt anyone. Guess what? That in itself is a lie we either tell ourselves or allow the enemy to instill in us. It doesn't matter if the lie is big or small. To tell it shows the opposite of how Paul described love to the church of Corinth. Let's use the parent-child relationship as an example. Who had a parent tell them that if they just told the truth, they wouldn't get in trouble? All due respect to the parents out there who have said that, but that's often a lie too. I was fortunate as a child. My mom never told me that. Instead, she would be honest and tell me I wouldn't get in as much trouble if I had told the truth. While I still would not heed her warning at first, I eventually did and she was truthful. I still had consequences for my original misbehavior, but my honesty prevented the consequences from being much worse. I have a confession to make, though. When my oldest daughter first started lying to me about things, I did the same as many parents. I lied to my daughter to get her to tell the truth. Guess how long it took before she didn't believe me anymore? Not long. Eventually, I followed my mother's example, and trust was eventually re-established. So as parents, our job is to guide our children. How can we expect to teach the error of a behavior when we use the same behavior expecting to correct it? That doesn't show love, but it does create distrust. It creates a negative consequence for them and ourselves. So let's look at our own lives and behaviors. Do we invite others, such as unbelievers, by acting humbly, or do we give them a reason to judge us by seeing us rejoice in their own sin? Do we point out that speck of dust in their eye, 
while we ignore the plank in ours? Do we act in truth? Do we express the truth? Or do we use a lie to correct a lie? That is something we can only answer for ourselves. I see there's not a whole lot going on in the live stream, so we may go ahead and cut this short. I appreciate you all joining me. If you didn't catch the live stream, by all means, check it out on Facebook, check it out on YouTube, check out the many different podcasts. Please feel free to check them out on whatever your platform you're listening to it on or watching it on. Hit like if you're on YouTube, subscribe, and hit that little bell in the corner. You'll get notified anytime that there's a new video popping up. And eventually, we will be going live on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. That is something that is also in the works. If you would like to contact me, then by all means, my email is drivenbyfaith001 at gmail.com. And that email is also in the description. If you have a story to share specifically about legalism or experiencing spiritual abuse or have some insight you would like to share i am looking for more guests eventually for the show um, i'm getting to a point where i'll be able to do online guests you won't have to be here in the studio in person so we'll be able to do more of an online interview to where we can put it on the podcast and go live with it and have it on youtube and facebook as well so that would be very exciting also if you want to remember if you want to support driven by faith just go to drivenbyfaith.blog Click the support tab and learn how you can support the project and the ministry. And then don't forget to check out the merch. Go to drivenbyfaith.creator-spring.com and check out the merch that we have. Remember, this shirt is one of the many things. I've got hoodies on there, sweatshirts, there's tank tops, phone cases, coffee mugs, water bottles, all sorts of cool stuff. So please feel free and check it out. Again, join us in two weeks when we finish up the What is Love series and then after that we will start beginning to combat legalism and spiritual abuse in the church. So until next time, God bless. Love y'all.